When you look at other sports outside MMA, you expect to find the all-time stat leaders to also be the all-time great athletes. Tom Brady has a ton of NFL records, LeBron James in basketball, and I'm sure if I knew anything about soccer, the best players would have the most impressive stats. But that's not always the case in MMA. In fact, there are quite a few all-time leaders that you absolutely would not expect. So many that we'll be counting down 15 today rapid fire. Aren't you so lucky? All the data used was compiled from the UFC's official stat keeping service. See if you can guess the fighter after I introduce each topic. If you get more than two though, you're a liar. Hey, before we get into it, don't forget to like, subscribe, and click the bell to turn on notifications. That way you never miss an upload. I'm Tommy from MMA On Point, and these are 15 mind-blowing all-time UFC stat leaders. Number 15, longest average fight time, heavyweight. When you think about all the incredible heavyweight talent over the years who have fought in main events, I'm guessing that somebody like Randy Couture, Daniel Cormier, or Cain Velasquez comes to your mind for having the longest average fight time. As main eventers, they got two extra rounds, so the longer they're at the top, the better the chances they would have fight time averages that go beyond 15 minutes, something that would exclude every other fighter who has never been in a main event. That's why you're probably scratching your head right now because Blagoy Ivanov holds the record at 17 minutes average. He holds the sixth all-time spot as well. How the hell did he do it? Well, he has that rare ability at heavyweight to last the entirety of a fight, even in a loss. And when he wins, he's been unable to get a finish. He was only in a single main event against Junior Dos Santos, but it was enough to bump his average to the top. Number 14, submission attempt average per 15 minutes, all divisions. All right, so this stat is kept in a weird way by the UFC. They don't go by rounds, but by 15 minute intervals. So essentially what we're talking about here is who has thrown up the most submission attempts on average in a three round window over the course of their career. Amazingly, the answer is Paul Sass. And mind you, this is the all time, all time record. So this encompasses every single division. You might remember Paul for his brief five fight stint in the UFC from 2010 to 2013, where he did score a victory over Michael Johnson. The jiu-jitsu brown belt was spamming sub-attempts like he was playing EA UFC 4 and didn't know the controls. 7.38 every 15 minutes. That means for the five fights he was in the UFC, the minimum, by the way, to be included in the promotion's all-time stat leader categories, Paul chucked up 14 different subs, and to his credit, he would be successful with three. The shotgun method isn't always bad. Number 13, control time percentage, all divisions. If you were a fighter who wasn't considered an all-time great, but you wanted your name to live on as a leader in the UFC stat books, a category that requires a percentage is probably your best bet. Just have a short career and do one thing remarkably well during that time, and there you have it. That said, 79.1% control time is pretty insane, especially when you consider control masters like Cain Velasquez, Matt Lindland, and Chael Sonnen aren't even within 10% of that. Five fight minimum or not, the number is a pretty baffling one, but with a unique combination of quick losses and long victories, Bartosz Fabinski has found his way into the all-time books, and that's a number that will be tough to beat. All three of Fabinski's wins came via decision, while his three losses came in the first half of the first round. As a result, the grappler spent a whole bunch of time in control, and not a lot of time anywhere else. Number 12, takedown accuracy, all divisions. All right, so after the last one, I'm sure you're thinking, if the minimum to be considered for the UFC's official all-time records is five fights in the promotion, then that means, for instance, this category, takedown accuracy, could be led by some rando who attempted two takedowns and got them both, forever number one at 100%. But for this category in particular, you must have those five fights and had 20 takedown attempts total. So this stat is legit, and keep in mind, this is an all-time promotion-wide top spot. Not even George St. Pierre or Piotr Young 
Jan could touch his takedown accuracy over the course of 12 fights and 21 attempts. He is Nordin Taleb, and he landed 16 takedowns for a record-setting 76.2% takedown accuracy. Taleb fought in the UFC from 2014 to 2019, his most notable victory a head kick KO over Danny Roberts at UFC on Fox 26 that earned him a performance bonus. Number 11. Top Position Percentage Heavyweight For a division that's well known for its wrestlers going all the way back to the beginning, it's hard to imagine there's some relatively unknown fighter who has spent the biggest percentage of his career on top during fights. Curtis Blades is a likely candidate for number one, or Randy Couture, maybe Cain Velasquez. Brock Lesnar spent a huge chunk of his time in the UFC decimating people from the top with his car battery hands. None of these standout wrestlers will do, though. None of them compare to Irish Jake O'Brien, who held top position 58.4% of the time as a heavyweight. Perhaps best known for completely spoiling Heath Herring's UFC debut by absolutely smothering him for three whole rounds, O'Brien would have a tough run of fights after that between Andre Arlovsky, Cain Velasquez, and John Jones. But his run from 2007 to 2009 has seen him hold this stat's top spot through countless UFC fighters who have come and gone, so it's likely to stay that way for the foreseeable future. Number 10. Most Submission Wins, Middleweight 185 pounds has a rich history of submission artists. There are so many fighters you could pick that have incredible grappling pedigrees and have gotten things done in the octagon. Damian Maya, he has to have a million subs by now. Jacare, Anderson Silva, Luke Rockhold was prolific. And don't forget about the specialists like Talis Latis or Husamal Paul Harris, the Michael Jordan of BJJ, Travis Luter. The record was obtained by this fighter in 2020, and he's since added two more submission victories. I am talking about Gerald Murchart. That's right, GM3 has been putting subs down like he works at Jimmy John's since 2016. In fact, he's only had a single win for the promotion that didn't come via submission. Gerald currently has seven victories via sub, tying him with a whole host of fighters for sixth in promotional history. He's got a ways to go if he wants to beat Charles Oliveira at 14, or maybe he just needs seven more fights. Number 9. Knockdown Average for 15 Minutes, Women's Bantamweight This is possibly my favorite stat on the entire list. As I explained in the Paul Sass entry, sometimes the UFC keeps stats in weird ways, and knockdowns average per 15 minutes is one of those. It's essentially how many knockdowns did you get on average for every 15-minute interval you were in the UFC. Women's Bantamweight has some serious hitters, as Nick Diaz would say. Amanda Nunes, Jermaine Durandamy, Holly Holm, Leslie Smith. But ironically, none of them even come close to our winner, who is most famous for her grappling. With more more than double the average of the fighter in second place, this all-time stat leader is Ronda Rousey with 1.21. Coach Edmund would be so proud. So Rousey had two knockdowns in her career, Betch Cohea and Sarah McMahon. She was also only in the cage for 24 minutes and 44 seconds. 2KDs is tied for second all-time in the division. When you factor that in with how little time she spent in the octagon, it's safe to say she's going to hold this record forever, probably. Number 8. Striking Differential, Middleweight This is a category oftentimes misunderstood, so before we get into the leaders, let's briefly explain what it means. It is the ratio of a fighter's landed strikes versus those that they've absorbed. So for instance, if your strike differential is 2, that means for every 2 strikes that you land, one is coming back your way and connecting as well. When you think about volume strikers at middleweight who were pretty good at not getting hit, I'm sure some all-time greats come to mind. Anderson Silva was lauded for his defensive abilities as well as his striking. Luke Rockhold, Bobby Knuckles... Gegard Masasi. How about Chael Sonnen? Amazingly, none of them compare to Sean Strickland, who is the division's all-time number one at 2.74. That stat puts him just outside the promotional top 10. Side note, he's also pound for pound one of the scariest people to ever exist on planet Earth, but that's not a stat kept by the UFC, that's just my personal fear of Sean Strickland. Number 7. Strikes landed per minute, featherweight. 
The featherweight division has had some of the greatest and most prolific strikers in the history of the sport. Just look at the last two champions alone. Max Holloway, who once landed 447 strikes against Calvin Cater. Alexander Volkanovsky, in his three title fights, he's landed 525. And let us not forget, before he was on steaks, he was on salad. And fighting at 145 pounds, I'm talking about Conor McGregor. With so many amazing strikers throwing up just silly stats in breakneck-paced fights, it is truly baffling that Shane Burgos is the current all-time featherweight leader for strikes landed per minute. And that is over the course of nine fights since 2016. Shane simply cannot stop throwing those hands and has surpassed all of his peers in that regard. At 7.29 strikes landed per minute, Burgos has had to keep up an insane volume, landing nearly 200 strikes in almost every single one of his UFC bouts. He currently sits fifth all time behind Justin Gaethje. Number 6. Top Position Time and Percentage Bantamweight 135 pounds has masterful grapplers. To be a surprise at number 1 for percentage, I get it, maybe someone only had 5 UFC bouts and they were just really good at keeping on top. But total time, that's something that should be reserved for your Uriah Fabers or your TJ Dillashaws. Maybe some up-and-coming grappler like Aljamain Sterling or Marab Dewalishwili. And while those are all fantastic choices for people you would think would top these categories, it's not any of them. It's Kyung Ho Kong, the South Korean fighter who has been competing in the UFC since 2013. Yes, he's still an active member of the roster. He was meant to fight Hani Yaya in July. With 50 minutes, 29 seconds of top position and a percentage of 44.8, Kong leads two all-time bantamweight categories and he's not even broken into the top 15. At this pace, he'll find himself in the promotion's top 10 and surpass Darren Elkins in just a few more fights. Number 5. Significant Strike Defense Percentage, All Divisions This all-time record has stood since 2011, a decade, and nobody's been able to top this man's significant strike defense. I seriously doubt anybody ever will. With it being such a vital stat, you would think it would belong to an all-time best. And while top-tier talent like Ryan Bader, Phil Davis, and George St. Pierre are on the list, the leader has them beat by nearly 10%. This category has an additional stipulation to the 5-fight minimum of 350 significant strikes thrown by opponents, with 81 0.4% defended. The all-time stat leader is heavyweight John Madsen. You might remember him from season 10 of The Ultimate Fighter. He was defeated by Brennan Schaub in the quarterfinals. But after he made it to the UFC, the dude couldn't be hit. 360 significant strikes were thrown his way. 294 hit nothing but air. Oddly, he was cut after his first promotional loss, which came via an eye injury. But his legacy will likely live on forever. Number 4. Takedown Accuracy Light Heavyweight Alright, now we're getting into the really ridiculous ones. I know what you're thinking here, there's no way takedown accuracy at light heavyweight doesn't go to John Jones or Daniel Cormier. What about Ryan Bader, Rashad Evans, Randy Couture? So many incredible wrestlers that have fought at 205 pounds. It has to be somebody who's more well-known, right? Well, you're not wrong there, he certainly is well-known. In fact, he was a champion in the division and fought 15 bouts over the course of 6 years. The reason he makes this list of mind-blowing stat leaders is because he's mainly known as an elite striker, which is why I'm guessing you never thought it would be Lyoto Machida. The Dragon has a takedown accuracy percentage of 65. That's 5% higher than anybody else the division has ever had compete. He just barely made the 20 takedown minimum, but he landed 13 before moving up to middleweight following a loss to Phil Davis. Oddly enough, he holds no other records in the division, his only all-time great stat, something most people would never associate with him. Number 3. Significant Strikes Landed, Lightweight 
When you think about all the great strikers that have had long runs in the UFC at lightweight, it's incredible to think that a guy like Donald Cerrone or Tony Ferguson do not hold the honor of most significant strikes landed. They certainly may at some point if they continue, but they don't right now. Neither does Dustin Poirier or Edson Barbosa. Our stat leader was in the UFC for over a decade, and while he never fought for a title, only ever main evented one card, he's managed to, for however brief a time, find himself as the 155-pound significant strike leader with 1,225 landed. I am talking about Evan Dunham. Evan competed in the UFC from 2009 to 2020, and over the course of that period, won 11 fights and competed in 20, which impressively puts him behind many of the fighters who are near the record, so he did it in less time than most of his long-term peers as well. This one's not likely to last forever, but it happened for a time, and you can't take that away from Evan Dunham. Number 2. Takedowns Landed Lightweight On the one hand, this stat leader having the most lightweight takedowns kind of made sense once I started thinking about it. On the other hand, when I found out how far ahead he was compared to the second place fighter, I could not believe it. Takedowns landed at lightweight. This division has seen some absolute monster grapplers. The most obvious that comes to mind is Habib Nurmagomedov, but there's also Frankie Edgar, Clay Guida, Kevin Lee, Gray Maynard, Jim Miller. And you have to remember, the longer you fight for the promotion, the more chances you have to score takedowns. That said though, this is just outrageous. He's second in any division, and he is ahead of Habib, who is number two at lightweight, by 25 takedowns. Gleason T Bow, you absolute animal. The man scored 84 in his 12-year UFC career. Never fought for a title, never headlined a card, just quietly scored 84 takedowns and went along his way. Side note, Marab Dewalishwili is going to shatter GSP's record of 90. The dude already has 63, as JR would say, but God... Number 1. Significant Strike Accuracy, Light Heavyweight When you think of 205ers who just can't miss when they throw, I have no doubt that John Jones immediately comes to mind. Or maybe Lyoto Machida, so sharp with his striking. Randy Couture, very calculated with his hands. All of those are wrong. There's no way you guessed this stat leader here, because he's mainly known by UFC fans for being able to take a ton of punishment and still somehow function as a human being. Just like defense percentage, this stat requires both a 5 fight minimum and 350 strikes thrown to qualify. This fighter had 10 light heavyweight bouts and threw over 1,200 significant strikes. This is without a doubt the most legit record on this entire list, and it belongs to Fabio Maldonado. That's right, Fabio was landing at a clip of 60.2% during his UFC run from 2010 to 2015, just a few points higher than JBJ. What you probably don't know about Maldonado is that he was a three-time Brazilian national boxing champion, so the dude had hands and knew how to throw them. A big, big thank you to Ben Rosette, who provided that sweet tune you heard in the intro. Check out his music by clicking the link in the description, and go give him a follow on his Instagram and Twitter page, at Ben Rosette. Huge shout out to the legendary once and future king Tomas Welsh for editing this video together. Follow him on Instagram, at BigBeatVisual. That's beat as in the band from Doug, and not a forceful strike. Alright, that's all I got for you. Thanks for watching. Please like, subscribe, and have a wonderful day.